Hi, welcome to Soul Worthy Love. I am your host, Rinsey. Soul Worthy Love is your one-stop relationship podcast on everything marriage, dating, and of course, relationships. As we always say, love is safe. If it's not safe, it's not love. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Worthy Love. Hello, Dr. Lise. Welcome hey, back. Rancy. Hello, everyone. Nice to be here again. So since we were on a roll of these Q&A and game type questions, we figured it would be fun to do a series of would you rather questions with Dr. Lise. Mind you, these questions are not easy. They're not like, would you rather kiss or hug would you rather read this or watch that it's not at all like that it's very deep and this may dr lise think and give us her advice and the rationale for choosing whatever she chooses yeah you'll get to know more about me (laughs) exactly so let's just get started dr lise first question is would you rather have more money or more time more money or more time? Well, it's been said, like I think the study was in like 15 years ago, that if you had back then like $50,000 so you could pay for your apartment, your basic living and all that, any more money than that didn't make you any happier. So the answer is for me, as long as my bills are paid, I, I love having time time but I would use my time my time to learn to grow to impact the world I could do all kinds of things with time I'm, I'm very actually I'm highly aware of how I use my time this is something very precious to me there was an email you might have seen it before and it was like if someone gave you eighteen thousand six hundred dollars every day what would you do with it? Yeah, I have seen that before. Yeah. So the idea is like, okay, so if I had $18,600 every day and anything that you don't use, just get deleted from your bank account. But the following day, you get $18,600 again. And what I would do if it were me, I would take all that money and I would invest it. I would send it to charity. I would organize it. I wouldn't waste any of it. Well, we are given 18,600 seconds a day. Whatever we don't use, we lose. We get another one the following day up until one day where we don't get anymore. So I, um, yeah, I really value time. I really value time because this is, when you take your last breath, it's not how much money you made that's going to make the difference. It's did you learn to love? Were you loved? Did you grow in wisdom? That's going to be the graduating, graduating test. If you have an exam as you take your last breath, those are going to be the questions. Everything else, you know, doesn't matter. So for me, as long as my basic living needs are taken care of, I would be all gung-ho for time. Well, that's a great answer, Dr. Lise. And I am reminded of the Extreme Freedom Weekend that I attended. And in your worksheet, you had a little calendar 
And it was all about time management. He essentially told us how many hours we had in a week and then how we would organize our hours. And it was very, very useful because it's like, okay, well, besides sleeping and eating breakfast and going to the washroom and all of that, what are you doing with your time? So if you're someone who has difficulty managing your time or really don't know how to manage your time wisely, speak to Dr. Lise. She she can help you out on that, finances, everything like that. So great answer, Dr. Lise. Yeah, and it's important, like quality of your life, how great your life is. It's going to depend on how well you use your time. If you use your time with high quality actions, then you're going to live a great life. Even if you're doing nothing, like sometimes I do nothing. If you relish in it and you're grateful and you're present with it, it's fantastic. Because usually if you're doing nothing, you're actually meditating. You're actually reflecting. You're connecting with your heart. You, there's a connection that happens if you are present. So yeah, no matter what you do, make sure that it counts. Exactly. So next question is, would you rather know everything your loved ones have ever said about you or say everything you think when you think it? Would I rather know everything anybody said about me or what's the second option? Or say everything you think when you think it. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Well, I think I would. I don't care about the first one because whatever someone thinks about me or said about me is none of my business because people are going to talk about you, the things they like and dislike about you because they are a reflection of themselves. So whatever, because I, I find it totally fascinating. Sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm teaching a seminar or right now I'm speaking in a podcast and everybody has a different opinion of who I am. So I'm not going to worry about that for sure. If someone is in a good mood and a bad mood, if someone has done inner work, no inner work, they are going to have a different opinion of me and they're going to say different things. So I don't, I don't really care about that. But being able to say everything I'm thinking, that would be actually an amazing experience because, you know, you have to be wise. That would be a really instant feedback mechanism to make sure that you are wise. <laughs> I think that would be a really good game to play. I feel like I would have to stop thinking and be like, hey, 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 brain, slow down. This is not what you want to think because you're going to be saying everything like 25 miles per second. So that yeah, that would be that would be super interesting. That's where you really hope you have lots of wisdoms. <laughs> the and, words that yeah. come out of your mouth are, are wise and inspiring. And good things. Just imagine if you got into an argument with someone. <laughs> I would put my brain on pause. I oh my gosh. <laughs> like and again, it depends on culture. So I'm French Canadian. And French Canadian and Italian people and Jewish people, we kind of blur what, what whatever we're thinking. So I have good training on that. So I've learned, you know, even even when I'm upset with something, I'm very aware. It's like this is actually, you know, for soul where they love. 
It's impossible to be in a relationship with someone and not have arguments. You're always going to have arguments. And if you don't have arguments, something is wrong. That means like both of you are abandoning yourself in a relationship. There's, there's not enough authenticity. But if you have an argument with your mate, never try to hurt your mate. This is like, you can be upset, you can be emotional, but be highly aware, never striving to hurt your mate. Because when you do that, you pay the price, it feels bad, you feel guilty, you hurt your partner. It's not a good feeling, you know? Your ego might want to score a point in the air quote, but yeah, it's not a good thing to do. It's really not a good thing to do. Make sure that when you're in an argument, it's not about winning an argument. If you're having an argument, you just allow yourself to feel the emotion and go, wow, there's something happening right now. I'm being triggered. And what's really going on? And strive to find a way of discovering why this is happening. What's the cause? Because the argument is always the symptoms, but there's a cause. So as, as you are being eloquent and saying all these words, pay attention where are they coming from and, and try to find a good outcome because arguments can actually be a really good way of unearthing what's percolating underneath that has not been brought to consciousness. But it's very wise advice. And I think that when you're in the heat of an argument, it's always so easy to just go with your emotions and say things that you don't mean and then regret it afterwards because that was literally me yesterday, not directly to their face, but <laughs> a lot of unkind words were said. And when you wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, like now I feel a bit bad or, you know, mm -hmm. I feel guilty, but thankfully like it wasn't to their face or else, or else that would have been deep, deep, deep regret. So you're, you're very young, Rancy, but I, already at your age, you're wise. And all of you listening right now, whether you are more mature and have more life experience or younger, we can all, all benefit from remembering that when we're in an argument, don't try to hurt, you're going to regret it. It doesn't feel good. The ego, the ego loves it for one second. And as soon as that second is passed, it's like, oh, why did I say that? Especially when you love someone. Like, do you like being hurt? Like when, when you're with someone that you're vulnerable to because you're attached to them and, you know, your heart is open. When someone says something that's hurtful, it's like, oh, now you start closing down the heart of your partner. And if you want to feel loved by them, it's not, it's, it's shooting yourself in the foot. It's, it's not wise, not wise. I ended up in a relationship for a while with a man. He was quite powerful guy, extremely powerful. And, um, you know, I found that exciting because it was stimulating, but we had like three or four arguments. And every time I felt like he's not trying to find a resolution to this, he's trying to win points. And no matter, like, we had great sex, it was stimulating the relationship, all that, I left him. He was super wealthy, cool cars, really cool house, the whole thing. But, mm, like, I was not going to be in a relationship with someone I could not be trusting my heart with. So... Make sure that 
when you're in an argument, really keep that in the back of your mind, that you're striving to find a resolution. You're not trying to win an argument because winning actually makes you lose. <laughs> the guy ended up asking me to marry him and uh, said no, <laughs> because no, I was not going to do that. That is wise of you, Dr. Lace. You have your own boundaries. And when you respect it, people, other people respect it. So mm-hmm. that is that is good. Okay, third question. Would you rather be personally fulfilled or professionally fulfilled? Hmm. Well, I'm personally fulfilled, but I think it's because I've been professionally fulfilled. <laughs> so for me, it's like... I could actually die tomorrow and I would die happy because I've actually been fulfilled and, you know, personally and professionally. If I was not getting paid to do what I do, I would still do it. So it would become personally fulfilling. (laughs) So, yeah, I would choose personally fulfilling. But for me personally, I feel blessed because I don't feel like I'm working I, I truly would be doing this. If I had like $100 million in the bank, I would still do the same thing. And one of the reasons you need to charge is because on what really makes something happen in a person's life when they want to transform their life is a commitment. And paying for a service is a way of having a commitment to yourself. It makes you more accountable to doing the work. And then there's an exchange of energy. But, you know, we're talking now. We heard about tithing and giving 10% of what you make to charity and things like this. So sometimes I give my services for free as tithing. But even there, you really need to find someone who is committed Because if you support someone who's not challenging themselves, it always backfires. So it's tricky because often if you give something for nothing, a person decreases their self-force by that. When you feel that's a fair exchange, when you know that the person you're working with is actually challenging themselves to learn and grow, then it's safe. But if the person doesn't demonstrate to you that they are committed to doing the work, never try to rescue someone who's not doing their work. It never works. That's my experience. And I have lots of experience working with thousands and thousands of people. Well, I'm just soaking in all of your wise words, Dr. Lise. (laughs) I think it's especially important that people know that this is, you know, a very fun and lighthearted game, but also there are advice seeped into everything that you say. So that is wonderful. And last question, would you rather achieve all of your career goals, but have no time for family or have all the time for family, but not achieve anything you want at work? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like that question. (laughs) Because for me, both are important. Yeah. Hmm. I find that the people I work with, they are my family. Like my family right now is really small. So I don't have a big family. 
And so all the people I work with, like truly, when I work with someone, I'm involved. You you become part of my family. Like you trust me with your heart when I work with you. And I'm highly aware of that. And it creates like deep bonds and relationships. Like I know things about my clients that nobody else knows. And it's so, hmm. I think I'm going to cheat with the answer is because with me, <laughs> my, my clients become kind of like my family. They're like my siblings, my cousins, like the people in my life that you're not just a number for me in a way of making money. If I wanted to make money, you go into investment and real estate and, you know, all that other stuff. I don't do what I do because of the money I'm doing it because I love connecting with people and I get I get fulfillment from knowing people and 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 watching them grow and I really I truly do what I do to be able to see the sparkles in someone's eyes like when I can see that I've given hope to someone and they're starting to understand that through doing their inner work they can actually get the life they would love to have yeah I love those moments those are precious for me I think it's a good answer and it's fine it's just the last question you can kind of cheat your way around it it's all good <laughs> there is no would you rather police so it's fine all right so, thanks <laughs> <laughs> well, this was this was really fun I've gotten to know you even more through through this so that was very very fun and you know sometimes I feel like when we have two options it's like this or that it's okay if you kind of go another way another path like Dr. Lee just did in her in her last question you don't have to follow the rules of society and do what's best for your heart so exactly. make your decisions on that and with that closing note thank you so much Dr. Lee's for joining us again and thank you listeners for tuning in we'll see you next Tuesday Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to Soulworthy Love. We have new episodes every Tuesday. Mm-hmm.